0: everybody, thanks for being on the show today. We have another solo episode today where I'm going to be talking about the five low-cost ways to market your business. So let's almost get right down into it. So usually when you think of a small business owner and the only way to get your known, your name known is by marketing. And uh, to get your stuff out there so people can know who you are and try, you need to have a decent marketing uh, you know, campaign or decent marketing in general. So we have to think about it this way. So as a as an owner, we may we may have the greatest product in the world or the greatest service in the world, but if nobody knows where we are, who we are, we're not going to get anybody coming in, uh, to, especially to invest their hard earned dollars in our product or service. So for a figure of, for especially when you begin for small business owners, we need to find ways and be creative. With it, because I guess when you think about traditional marketing methods, you can think about, you know, maybe ones that aren't so or are not so applicable unless you're in the certain realm. So, if, for example, in real estate, for example, if you're a real estate agent, most likely one of your common uh, methods to advertise and to market yourself is through, you know, flyers, you know, bus stops and stuff like that, billboards. But uh, you know, for a lot of us, that really wouldn't make much sense, right? Because first off, those Advertised methods are not cheap, right? They're, they are going to cost some money for it. And uh, also, when you think about traditional marketing campaigns as well, you know, you're thinking you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to try and, you know, whether it's on the radio or TV or anything like that, and that's also not going to be very cheap. So if you're a small, if you just started and you don't have that, tep- that much capital to begin with, where can you go? Well, there's a few things that we can actually do. So like I said, in today's episode, we're going to talk about five things you can kind of do to get to, to at least start your marketing efforts that are either no, that are low cost or no cost. Okay, so let's start with the first one. You just started. Where can you go to help promote your product or service? Aside from talking to family and friends, which I think is maybe that'll be the sixth one now. So talk to family and friends. So usually your family and friends can be one of your easiest referrals or easiest sources actually to market your product or service. Right? Have them talk up to have them talk to all their coworkers and all their friends to to see if anyone needs your particular product or service. And I'll give you a great example. I have a couple of younger cousins who. Makes me uh, feel really old, but now they're in, I think they're early 20s. I remember them when they were babies, so it's that can tell you how old they are. And one of their ventures that they're doing is they're actually doing a, uh, I don't know how to descri- know how best to describe it except for this. It is a baked sushi. Now, mostly when you think of sushi, it's, you, you know, you consider it's its usually raw and it's like individually sliced, individually sliced pieces wrapped in seaweed and, you know, some type of fish, maybe some garnish and maybe some sauce, or if it's just if it's a sashimi, it's just fish and rice. Now, I'm not the biggest sushi fan in the world. Um, I'm only, I prefer only maki rolls, which are something that is not sashimi, which is just the fish. I like the fish with some sauce on it, with some. Fish eggs, or some cucumbers, or avocados, or something, and you wrap it up together. So that's my that's usually my preference when it comes to sushi. But anyways, what they decided to do was actually do a baked sushi, which I was very intrigued with, and I did not know this until my mom actually ordered something for them to help them out. Now it's basically rice. They cook the rice, and they have they cover it with fish sauce and a little bit of crunchy stuff on it. It is actually really tasty. Now. It got to the point that, uh, you know, it started off as a small little business venture and it's still is small because they're both in school or they just finished graduating school. I think one is now a full-time nurse and the other one is studying to be an ECE. So those early childhood educators, which is really great as well. But they wanted to supplement some of their income by starting this business or so. And I can tell you, I've ordered that thing at least many times, especially when my mom orders it. It's something that I always look forward to eating. So... That's one of the easiest methods you could start with is just doing that. As well as, you know, for my, especially for my mobile detailing practice, when I used to clean detail cars, a lot of my referrals came from family and friends. They said, hey, my cousin or my uncle or my whatever, he runs a mobile detailing business. So I got some referrals that way or some uh, contacts that way. So that's one easy way to start with that. So let's go to the second way that you can do that. that's also free. Social media. Okay, so social media, obviously, it's almost like a it's a it's almost like a a no sorry not a no name a no brainer, right? Because a lot of these places like Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, you can start to, or even Instagram too. Let's not forget that you can create a profile and create a business profile as well. So that's another thing you can do, and then it's a little bit easier than some direct family and friend referrals, where you would if you're at a family party and you're telling them, oh, you know. If you know anybody, you know, name drop me to to them. This case, now you can actually take that and blast it all over social media and online, right? So obviously for these type of things, it's a great way to really to grab potential, you know, clients and potential prospects and potential buyers to your business, right? So that's one of the easiest ways to do it. So looking at suppliers that offer similar service in the type of uh, thing that you're doing, gives you an idea of maybe seeing some of their best practices for it. Because first off, they're not going to know who you are. So you can really go to their websites or go to their social media profiles and see how they market, how they advertise, what kind of postings they like to do. You know, if it's uh, what type of pictures or videos that are make sense in that particular space. So that's a really great idea to start with. it, Because by not copying, straight out copying, because you want to make yours – Somewhat unique as well, but you want to maybe have some structure to it. So, you know, if they write a description a certain way, you like it, sure, you can maybe take some of their stuff, maybe add a tweak it just a smidge, so make it more personal to, to who you're trying to reach out to. Could be something that you can really do as well, right? So, like I said, creating a profile is free, and you just have to make sure you start to market it for free, and by sending out all these different posts and. Reels and stories and all that sort of stuff. Now, keep in mind, though, you can, you know, pay for ads. Um, I don't normally pay for my ads generally. I usually, actually, no, I usually hire a marketing person that does it for me, uh, for my business in particular. Uh, shout out to BTech Solutions. So when they do my marketing for me, that's when I will do that for them. Because I'm a very busy person. Uh, like everybody else. So sometimes it's hard for me to spend time and come up with a marketing idea, you know, all that sort of stuff. So what I would do is I would save some money from some of my business revenue and pay a marketing person like like Brian, who was on the show before. And they'll send out, uh, they'll create the ads for me. They'll come up with the ideas. Well, I'll work collaboratively with my marketing person so we can just come up with something that makes sense for how it's going to be posted. So that's going to be something that you can consider. So that is a lower cost one if you want to do the ads. Just please make sure when you're doing these type of ads to please set a daily budget and set an overall spend that you want to spend on it for let's say it's a week or a three days or a month or whatever like that. Because if you just do a cost per click, so when people click on it, you're going to be getting charged a little bit here and there. If they If you get a lot of clicks... You're going to blow past, and if you don't set a budget, you're going to be, you know, you're going to be spending a lot of money. And remember, pay to click is only just pay to view. Doesn't mean pay to click means they're going to, you know, once they click on it, you, you only get billed if they buy something from you. That's not how it works. So for a lot of these companies that if you're paying for ads, they can say, yeah, you can, if you just invest like $25, you can reach out to 5,000 people or 10,000 people or whatever. But... Just because they click on it does not necessarily mean buying. So you have to remember, be careful with that because I made that mistake when I tried to do this stuff myself and I ended up paying way more than I thought. So please be careful with that. All right. Another thing you can really do is we talked about social media. Uh, That's another easy low to no cost way to promote your product or service. Let's talk about online directories. All right. So another thing that you can do is list your business online directories. Hey, do you need an error-free website? Do you need transcriptions that's accurate and on time? Would you like to remove noise from your video or audio recording? Do you need a spokesperson for your business? If so, we can help. At Northway Capital Group, we are happy to announce that we are now providing website testing services, audio transcriptions, and audio cleanup, as well as spokesperson services. We would love to help you on your next project. Contact us for more information at northwaycapitalgroup at gmail.com. Not only will this help customers find you, but it can help improve your search engine rankings. So here's some three things you can really do to try to help uh, put yourself in online business directories. One, Google My Business. Now, this is a must for any business. It's free and it gives you a great way to control your business that appears in the search results. So that's something that's also free. Yelp is another popular directory that you can use to help reach out to your customers. Now, it's also free and has also different features to promote it. And three, obviously, most one of the ones that a lot of people like to use, even though us dinosaurs here, and I'm talking about people born in the 70s and 80s, is Facebook. I have a Facebook profile for my business that you can see as well. It's facebook.com backslash Northway Capital Group. So you click on that, you'll see my 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 Facebook business profile, and you'll see all the postings that I've put on there. And uh, you know, when I start putting products and stuff like that, you'll see it on there as well. So those are three ways uh, that you can do this as well. So it's not just social media. We talked about online directories. So like I said, you need to make sure you have the right uh, answers to the questions because obviously for a lot of these ones, it's going to basically show how your name is going to be shown online you know, when people are looking for this stuff. So just make sure you have grammar check it, spell check it, all that sort of stuff before you actually, you know, enter what your company does and all that sort of stuff. So just be be mindful of that. Okay. Another free marketing tool or another low to no cost one, email marketing. Email marketing is obviously a beautiful way to stay in touch with your customers and keep them updated on your latest products or services. Right? This is a very common tool that a lot of small small owners like to do, but it's also to do it well is another thing altogether, right? So this is another thing that I pay actually a marketing person for because, you know, taking their contacts. So my my contact my marketing person has a group of thousands of contacts that he's uh, very 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 particular with, and he doesn't promote anybody. He only provo- he only promotes really good firms on it, and I'm very lucky that uh, that he actually. Put my name, and actually sent it to his contact list. Uh, you can do this yourself, obviously, by by collecting all the email addresses you have. So, you know, getting your all your customer email addresses or any family and friends email addresses, build it up into a into a ginormous email marketing list, and create like a like I said, you can market. Uh, you can do simple newsletters. You can do you know updates on you know in, in my case episodes that are be dropping in the next week or so. Those things is a way to do it as well. So it keeps them in contact with your customers. And it really just basically tells them what's going on, right? Now, you don't have to go too crazy with this because some people don't really want an email thing. Because sometimes they might feel like, oh, this is another newsletter. I don't want to get notified all the time. You know, I'm never going to look at it. I only look at it once in a blue moon. So you want to be careful with timing on it. You can do it weekly. You can do it monthly. Monthly might be a bit easier firm to get involved, because obviously, especially if you're really busy, to try to come up with a weekly email that you're going to be doing can be a bit challenging. I mean, unless you want to send out an email saying, hey, everyone uh, added a new blog. You know, I don't know if that's something you want to do. But I would say maybe something major. So if you have any promos or any demos or any anything like that, where you want to say, You want people to still keep you on top of their mind of what's going on with your companies. They can check on your website, check on your profiles and everything like that. So consider this uh, as well. And like I said, there are many templates that you can do. You can go online and look for email marketing templates that you can download and maybe customize it to your particular business that you can use. That's something you should consider as well. All right, let's go to the next one here. Trade shows. Now, when you think of trade shows, you might be saying, Ken, what are you talking about trade shows? Don't you have to pay to be in a trade show and to market your product or service. Absolutely, you you do. If you want to attend a trade show, like in this case, um, like say we're in, this is being filmed actually in August. Uh, we have here in Toronto, Ontario, the CNE, the Canadian National Exhibition. And to actually be a, A vendor there to actually promote your product or service, you will have to pay. Now, I didn't look into doing it myself, but I know we can pay. And I I go by based on some of my experiences here. Um, When I used to work at a fitness certification company here, CanFit Pro, uh, I know that uh, chatting with some of the trade show people that it can cost a few hundred dollars or depending on how you want, how much you want to, you know, how big of a spot that you want to have in the trade show. So obviously, depending on um, what trade show you want to go to. And I think I'm going to post a link below. And I'll post a note in the show notes, actually. I'll post a link in the show notes to talk, to show you where all the trade shows are. And you can go and see which one makes sense, depending on the biz that you're in. And you can either sign up to promote your product or service while you're there and get a booth and everything like that. But think about it this way. it's When I mean a trade show, yes, you will have to pay money for it. But, I mean, pay money, like, maybe a few hundred dollars to get a booth there and you'll be responsible for bringing your stuff and all that sort of stuff and all your marketing materials and stuff like that. But what you can do as well is, if you can't uh, afford that part, have a lot of business cards or any something that you can go to, so you can talk to who's, who's presenting at trade shows and maybe network with that, those companies to potentially be prospects or clients for your business right so if you're if let's say if I'm a podcaster what right, obviously I'm a podcaster so if I go to one of these trade shows I can talk to them and I'll be listening to their stories. If I think they're great fit for the show I'll say hey you know what that's, that's that's you guys have a really good story why don't you come on my podcast and you can talk about your product or service on the show I'll give you my business card now my business card's a little bit different I maybe I'll post a link in in the show notes as well is I have one of those it looks like a credit card um, but it's actually a a card which has uh, has one of those, oh my God, those QR codes. I got, I'm got. dropping my head here for a second. It's actually has a QR code on it where if people take a picture, it'll send them my contact information. So my name, my website, my podcast show, and all those links to my social media accounts that's on there. So what I would do is actually tell them to either take a picture of my card because it's, it's actually only one card. They say they, they mark it as the only card you'll ever need. Or I can actually tap my card on their phone and my contact information will be given directly onto their phone. Now, the reason why I did this for me personally is that obviously when you all start with small businesses, you usually print out a bunch of cards. And if they, they're not, they are cheap per card, but at the same time, you're usually getting a of cards. And unless you're out there really going out there and dropping cards off to people, Sometimes you don't uh, do that, and by the time you have, you know, two or three years later, if you want to try to change your business, you'll have a box, all these cards that are old, old contact information, maybe cards you're not even doing business with anymore. Hey, you, do you need a voiceover? Well, look no farther. Northway Capital Group has your answer. Commercials and explainer videos, ABR and voicemail, health and wellness, corporate training and e-learning, announcements, documentaries, and biography. Contact us on social media or email us at northwaycapitalgroup@gmail.com at gmail.com. Like I remember, I still had a few cards left for my mobile detailing business. I'm not going to be giving those and scratching it out and putting in my updated information. No, no, that's not, a prof- that's, that's, that's not very professional. So I decided to invest in actually getting a one card that I'm keeping it simple. It has my company logo on it. And like I said, take a picture of the card. Take a picture of the QR code. Now they have my content for us. So maybe doing something like that by going to these shows will be, will also help get your name out there. So you know, having them ta- talking to these owners that potentially could be a client is a way to network at these shows. Now, just remember, here are some a few tips that you have to remember, especially if you go to shows that has large like has the largest distributors or manufacturers of consumer products or something like that. You gotta be make sure you you plan this correctly, so you don't just randomly just sign up for it or you show up at the door and then you just start wandering. That's one of the worst things you do. Have a plan. So going to these trade shows, find out, especially if you're gonna do a trade show, go to the trade show website, find out which suppliers that are going to be attending match what type of your client would be. Such I let me say that again. Three two one. Make sure you find you look at who's actually going to these trade shows and target specific ones that fall within your customer your ideal customer or your ideal client. So you can, so you can target who you want to go to. You can, cause I don't think you want to go there and start handing your cards out to every single person. Because like we said, not everybody is your client. You need to really focus and isolate on the ones that is, that match your actual client or prospect that you want to think about. So that's something you can think about. So plan ahead. That's very important. So you can maximize your time and know where they are exactly too. So if you have one client on one side of the trade show and and your other clients on the other side of the trade show, don't start doing the zigzags and looking all around. So try to find a few clients that are in either section that kind of match who you are so you can really maximize your time there because it's very easy to skip one, right? And you don't want to miss out on any opportunity, especially if that's the case. So plan ahead. Second Dress for success. So you want to make sure you're going there. Now, I'm not saying you put out a whole tuxedo or a gown, but obviously look very professional. Don't go there with like some shorts and cut off T-shirts or anything like that and then try to say, hey, I also do, I have my own business as well. Dress more professionally that they'll at least look at you more um, because you want to make sure that, you know, you're putting your best foot forward, right? This is the first time for a lot of these suppliers – Or a lot of these trade show people, especially if the ones who paid for a booth, this can be the first time they ever meet you. So look the part of an owner, of a sophisticated owner, so that it's someone that they might really want to inquire about what type of problem that you can potentially solve for them. So really think about that dress for success, right? And also as well, you want to make sure, please get some food in you. Especially if it's one of those trade shows that you want to, oh, let's say you want to do everybody. You want to go to every single vendor you want to talk to. And I do enjoy that myself, but I'm not there to try to push my business on everybody. But if you if that's what you want to do, plan, to, plan your trip around the lunch hour. Make sure you have a good amount of sustenance in you. Because otherwise, if you just keep going, 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 you're going to be running off of fumes here. And you're not going to be talking clearly. You're going to be tired. You might be short with the people, which is not good. That's not, like I said, it goes back to that first impression. So please make sure you're careful with that. All right. So that's another thing that you could do. And let's see. What's another thing that you can also do as well is actually networking. And when we see networking, we're talking like we know that networking is an excellent way to establish and build your relationships, right? So building that support that for your business is very key. So knowing the right kind of people That can help promote the business that you can promote your business to, and they can be your potential spokesperson for your particular business. So, here are some things on how, on some uh, networking tips that you can do as a way to, you know, to market your product or service. Okay. So, one, join a particular club or organization. Now, these people have similar interests. So most likely they'd be the best people to start with. So in my case, so if I was uh, if I was looking to join a club organization, I'd probably look for let's say a, not maybe like a podcast group, right? And you don't have to feel it as you're joining a club with a bunch of rivals, because that doesn't make any much. I, I like I said, I'm all agreeing and sharing the audience because I don't think you need to fight for one or the other. Because I can't imagine one unique thing that no one else can do. Look at my stuff. There if you know how many entrepreneurial podcasts there are online, a lot. So to me, if I meet if I join a entrepreneurial podcast group, I'd be glad to join one of those ones. Cause then I can work and talk to those people who are who are at various stages and really f- pick their brains on what do they find works well and what's not working well? What are the trends? Right? Cause especially if you don't have the time to do a lot of, you know, nuts and bolts research then talking to people, let's say who've been doing it longer than you or have a bigger audience than you, who are more successful than you, is a great way because maybe you can also show something for them and eventually maybe you can collaborate it. And and I'll use the podcasting thing for my example, is that I can talk to someone and maybe they'll be on my podcast and I'll be on their podcast. So we're cross promoting each other's podcasts. So that's another thing you can do for that's for the podcasting space, but that can apply to all businesses that you have. Attend social events, meet and greet All right, so look for these type of things. I know Facebook has a bunch on there that show what type of, you know, meetups there are, local meetups. Really look into that and seeing, like I said, getting out there and networking with fellow people. Now, my biggest preface to you is do not immediately try to sign up clients when you go to these social networking environments. Why? They don't know who you are. Why are you going to push all the, you know, it's like going to a used car lot and you have a pushy college salesman that tries to act like they know you and they try to sell you a car. Especially if you're just going there just to look around. That's one of the biggest annoyances that people have. So for social events like this, people are not looking to sign up people right away. If you have someone that is like that, great. But go in there just to get information in terms of what's going on but also getting contacts so you can collaborate on a future project together or collaborate and maybe they can buy something from there they'll buy something from you so that think of that type of environment where you want to make sure you're putting your best foot forward aside from you know looking the part that we talked about for a trade show but you can do it same thing for networking is to really you know you know get to meet new people and see what's going on so that's a really great thing you got to think about all right now, obviously, you can take advantage of using the internet. Online communities are a great way to do it. I'm sure there's maybe Reddit groups that you can go on, or there's other type of groups that uh, are very, that, mar- that go within your particular market or niche. Look into that and see what's there. And contribute as well. Join groups. That's, that's a really good thing. Okay? And making sure one of the most important things out there is follow up after you do any of these social gatherings or anything like that. Right. So if you give, if someone gives you a card, sending a quick email saying, Hey, it was great to meet you at the party or the social gathering went to, looking forward to, you know, potentially working with you in the future. And that's all you need to say. You don't have to really push and say, Yeah, don't forget, I'm offering 25% off on yada, yada, yada. No. They say, If you have any other questions, let's talk again in the future. Or maybe if you're in town again next time, we'll just go out and grab some, grab a bite to eat. We'll chat more then. And that's how you nurture these these prospects and build those relationships that eventually can lead to business for your business. So think about stuff like that as you're doing that. So anyways, guys, that is basically it. I thought this was going to be a 10-minute thing. they turned into almost a 25-minute thing here. So just keep in mind that we know that it's challenging to market your business. But like I just listed, there are just a bunch of ways you can do it for low to no cost. Right, so think about what I just said here. Pick the ones that make the most sense to you and don't have to try them all at once. Start with social media or start with family and friends or start with, you know, online directories and, and just see how it goes from there. And hopefully you can start to get more contacts in. And then obviously once you have re- attained a certain level of notoriety within your space, then you can start investing some dollars in bigger campaigns to really expand your reach. But this is not a bad way to reach it. So all right, guys, so what you're going to see here is that what this episode was about was about five ways and I guess turned into six ways of how you can do this. Uh, Actually, this episode was based on a blog entry that I'm actually setting up for my website. And it just made me think, oh, here's something that I can do as well. As I'm structuring these solo episodes, have something, put them as a blog on my website. So that's another thing you can do. So, all right, guys, I had a great time recording this episode. I had a great time. I hope you had a great time listening to this. And you can, like I said, download the show, send, share this podcast with anyone you think that would make sense. And you can contact here at, at com. but also think about visiting my website at northwaycapital.ca. Do you have a small business story to share? The SME Stories Podcast is looking for entrepreneurs to share their tales of success, failure, and everything. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or know someone who'd be a great fit, please contact us at northwaycapitalgroup at gmail.com. That's northwaycapitalgroup at gmail.com. So, all right, guys. Thank you once again. And I'll see you on the next one.